Hello guys, welcome to the Unleashed Potential podcast. We're back here again for another weekly episode. Um, today I've got my guest Abdi Jabbar, Omar Hassan. Unfortunately, uh, our main man Haji's out. Pulled a muscle. Yeah. And he's pulled back, a muscle, yeah. Like the most old man thing to do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know? He was picking up some paper or something like that and pulled his muscle at work. Uh, imagine, that, going, imagine going back home. Like, what, so what happened? I tried to pick up a piece of paper. Now I'm that's back. you know that's when you know you're aging <laughs> when you do everyday things and you pull a muscle no but that's actually this like at work because we do lifting as well they say that a lot of people pull it when they're picking up stuff like small stuff rather than heavy stuff yeah. just like bending over to pick up a pencil could be the one thing that strains your back if you're over 40 so haji i don't know you know what they say? They say if you watch a baby and the way they actually try and pick up things, everything, the it's, way they sit the down, correct, like their squat position, the when they're sitting down, yeah. everything, yeah. Right. It's it, they're like the way they swim, everything off the bat. They they like the way they the biologically correct almost. Like literally just squatting, sitting, pooping, like everything they do, they do it right, even though they don't have like uh, they have more bones than we do at that age. Ah, that's crazy, awesome, man. man. Anyway, guys, this week was. Yes, technically, yesterday was eight for us. Yeah, man. What do you guys get up to? Well, it was good, man. Just family. Uh, today was the day off. It's a Monday, so yeah. a lot of people didn't have the day off. So um, I luckily just watched the movie, spent some time with the boys that were free. <clears throat> so it wasn't that that bad. You went to watch a movie? Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Like, uh, if you ever seen a movie where, like, it's just cheese, extra cheese, seven <clears throat> type of cheeses, the cheesiest movie you've ever seen. What, what do you mean? You Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, no, I haven't the seen Fast that. and Furious? Fast yeah, and no, I, like, know, I know the movie, yeah. but I'm like, what like, do you mean it's so cheesy? Like, I'll give you an example. Like, you know when they have like a set piece and then they have like that one-liner? Like after, yeah, a, you know, that cheesy uh, one-liner? Yeah, they'll yeah, have yeah. those every 10 seconds. Like even a conversation that's not like a serious conversation, they're cracking like seven jokes in the middle of it. The uh, the over-the-top scenes are like even more over-the-top and you, it's just one of those, like, you, <laughs> here's how bad it is. You're expecting it to be over the top, and you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I come into the movie expecting that. And it's That's still your problem, man. That's your problem. No. A lot of these movies, is people enter it with expectations. No, and but sometimes it's due my to expectations the were the correct expectations. I'm not going in there expecting, like, a plot line with no holes. And I'm going in there for action set pieces and jokes. So yeah. that was my expectations. So, like, you know, like, Expendables or something. Yeah. I went in there, and it was exceeded my expectation in those mm. things you know what i mean fair enough like uh, yeah. so was well spent yeah. for you that's good. yeah with the family part was well spent yeah. yeah what about you my brother what did you get up to uh, well yeah. i man went to salah and i saw oh uh, yeah Dubai there but then we just parted our ways man yeah but, family yeah i stayed a bit uh, with the the family and stuff and just kicked it with them and then i don't know what did we end up doing Went out and we actually, pool yeah, we play pool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. We play pool. Linked that up back evening. again with you and some of the other boys. I remember that we pool just, game. Yeah. That was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. very happy that. Of course, you remember, yeah. man. Of course. Oh, man. <laughs> Bites you in the wallet. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do during the day? Alhamdulillah, man. Just, just family. A lot of sleeping, eh? Mm. Yeah, a lot of sleeping. Man, Alhamdulillah. You get to the age, bro. Probably you and Haji, bro. You both, get to the age, like, just, you just want to kick it, bro. You know I think you're, everybody's <laughs> aging where when they say you get to that man, age, man. you know, and yeah. I'm like, it's bro, like, you're <laughs> like, you're, you're under 30. What are you now, talking about? Tell me I get, he's been working, like that's like the only time he had off. So oh, I expect I him to sleep. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I expect well. him to be sleeping. Haji, yeah. I expect him to break his back. So. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, guys. So without, topic today, without any further ado, uh, let's get into this wonderful topic we have yeah. uh, for today for our viewers and what listeners. Today is the gender roles within our families mm. and wherever you, you prefer in the world, in the community, between the males <laughs> and the females. 
So pretty much, I'll go with you first. What do you think is the difference between the gender roles and the male and the female? I think if you look at it, like just gender roles in general, yeah. they're based primarily, uh, it, it depends, right? On the culture you're in. It depends on the society you're in and the generation. And even then, it's it's still like family specific. Cause, it does, yeah. Yeah, like some families within a particular um, race, within a particular culture, still may differ to the, the, the societal norms. Even over time, because <clears throat> I don't know about you, in our household, it's changed over the years. Like it being in this country, coming yeah. from where we came yeah. from. Like just my mom getting used to things and just like, it changed. I remember... Me as being the one of the second oldest, the responsibilities and stuff I had to do and the genders I had to because we four boys, the oldest are four boys. So for us it's a bit different because my all my sisters are really young, you know? So we're older, we don't we we had to clean, we had to do all that sort of stuff. So that was but I had cousins and stuff like it was it was complete opposite. Yeah. And they changed around because like my cousin um, she would all do always do the cleaning when she was older. Her sister, my my younger cousin, mm. doesn't. She now she doesn't have to do as much because her parents are like more lenient on them. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right in saying that it is specific to different families because I find even with my family, the way we operate is completely different to someone else's family that I see. And it could be someone as like my cousins, for example, or my aunties and stuff like that. Completely different. And then it, it shifts completely as well, depending on the country and the society yeah. you are a part of. Mm -hmm. Like you might have specific general roles growing up um, living back home as soon as you transition over to a western society it's yeah. different yeah it's completely different your gender roles change but I think there's some underlying ones which have stayed throughout the test of time right so um, you look at like for example raising children mm. a lot of the times that tends to fall towards the females that's right? true um, but nowadays I feel like that's slowly shifting like men are starting to have a more active role at least from my perspective and from what I see is that men men are starting to be a lot more engaged in the home, a lot more helping with the, with the raising. Like you'll Definitely. find a lot of like youngsters that are around my age and stuff that's, that's got children. They're out there changing nappies that when their, their fathers have never changed a nappy ever in their life, right? Mm -hmm. They're out there actually cleaning up. They're out there actually babysitting. And to be honest, I actually hate the word babysitting because you can't babysit your own child. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. Even then, even then, That's there's true. yeah, there, there's there's actually men who are more engaged, but there are still some that hold on to the previous mentality, which is that the man is supposed to look after the family, but not be fully engaged in the home doing the yeah the female the breadwinners. They're out earning the money and exactly all that, protecting the from the outside kind yeah. of thing. You know, uh, it, it's changed because I think women have more power now. They they're able to get their own jobs and work, and they're having children later on in their thirties rather than you know what I mean. Mm. So now, if you want to marry someone and get into a relationship, you got to be cleaning. She's gonna have a job. You're going to have to babysit. You're going to have to manage with her time and stuff like that as well. Mm. Where back in the days, women didn't work as much. They didn't get paid as much and stuff like that, which has really helped. Also, yeah, because the point. economy has changed. If you look at it, yeah. back then, that's a man point. can survive on just his income. Mm. You know what I mean? Or even, even if, if you would be well off sometimes, depending on the type of job that you had, on just your income. Now, to try and live in this society, it's a bit difficult. You need two incomes to actually... And not even that, like... Before it was nine to five, 
now you can work from home, online businesses, Uber. Like there's yeah. so many different ways of working where you can fit the schedules. You don't need to go the corporate route. You know? So you, you think the be- role of like being the breadwinner has been split between the male and female now? All I got to say is if it's a big difference because think about it back when, like you said, the male is the breadwinner. They had more of the power because they had the money. You know what I mean? Now... The woman doesn't need to stay around. Like I said, they're having children later on. So now you're married for three years, no kids. She's making more money than you are. You're going to tell her to clean the dishes? Mm. It's changed. She'll walk away. Society has changed. <laughs> She'll walk away. Correct me, if I, correct me if I'm right, boys, but from memory, I've watched a few documentaries here and there, a few um, yeah, documentaries here and there. You know, back before when, the, when it was World War One or two. remember how back they used to take most of the males mm. and, and then take them, take to, them the to war. war. Yeah. And who's going to... Yeah, provide always, for them. Who's going to make the economy? Yeah, grow, actually, grow. that's where a lot of the that's women when women started. Came. Yeah, that's when women started going into the workforce yeah, yeah. and started becoming breadwinners. Because back in the days before, it used to be the woman mm. stays home, the man works, comes mm. provide for the family, and it continues. But mm. when the first world war happened and the second world war happened, that's when women women started getting more rights. Yeah, Look, good. that's uh, that's a good thing. Like obviously now, man and woman works, which is Fine. is better. And yeah, also, I think the perception know? of yeah. doing those feminine roles, and I put I say feminine in quotes because they're not actually feminine roles; they're just roles, right? Yeah. But we ascribe that that femininity to it. Doing those roles, like cleaning up or doing the dishes and stuff like that, the perception of it has changed over time. People used to see it as feminine roles. Mm-hmm. Now they're actually seeing it as, oh, this guy's a it's family an, man. It's not even He's, that. You know what I mean? Like it's they've ascribed the a certain like positive connotation to it. They do, but I don't even see it as it's the seeing. I still think there's a large uh, group of people that still think of it as feminist. It's that the rest of it are speaking out. Because before you could say that, you could be in the office and go, oh, you're cleaning? That's a woman's job, you know? And they were lie. You say that now, you're gone. You're fired. You know, you say that in the streets. Yeah. Everyone's yelling at yeah. you. The fact that they're nipping it in the bud, yeah. like it's a big thing. Like with any rights, with women's rights, you can't do that now. I think yeah. it's a mixture of both. One, the it fear is. of speaking out against it, saying that it's a feminine thing or yeah. uh, and, and the fear of backlash and also the fact that there's been a lot of male mo- role models basically in our society so sort of like being engaged in like for me for example growing up i saw my father clean yeah you know and so that that has passed down onto me and so i'm i'm someone who actually engages in just housework and stuff like that and i don't see it as something that's feminine right because over time it's that's changed house. yeah exactly yeah, it's your house true. it's your mess you're like, if you want to be a family man, you have to be engaged in your, you know, your house duties. But if you think about it, like, there's other aspects to gender roles. It's not just what happens in the in the it's home. It's a lot. I've actually looked at it, like, specifically on, like, the causes of a lot of the, like, the cycle. Because you see kids, teenagers, always talking about, oh, this is a female thing, this mm-hmm. is that thing, and, like, how they get that profession. And like you said, it is the parents. Small things, I know, like, because we're in the Muslim uh, African community. And outside of that, they say that, for example, kids, um, the boys don't need to, only need to clean their sort of stuff. Like, clean your bed, you know, brush your teeth, go to bed. Mm. While the girls are like, no, you clean your bed and you got to do this. Yeah. When the boys do a chore, they get paid for it. Or you wash the car, good work. If you did something you're not supposed to, yeah. here's a dollar. Right. When the girl does a dish, she was supposed to. Have. Small things that it's not even forced yeah. on, that they just get that mentality. Like the yeah. kids realize that. Yeah. You know, the, when the son goes to do any chore now, out like at school or whatever, someone says, go do this. Well, I'm not going to get paid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not doing it for free. Yeah, right. But the girl's like, 
assumes that she's supposed to. Yeah. It's, and it's small little words and stuff like kick like a girl. Like those are all cut out because I'm big into sports. You can't say that now. You can't say kick like a girl. I know someone at the last uh, soccer game tournament when the parents said that mm. and they got, uh, they weren't allowed on the pitch for the rest of the season. Oh, wow. Because it was a repeat offense. Oh, come on, bro. And that's, it was just that's words. That's gone too far, man. That's gone too far. No, no not really. Because it, it actually, it, it affects someone's, it you know, does. Um, I understand, but there's got to no, be a bit of banter, mate. There's got to be a bit of banter. Right, you, you, someone you, told me I'll kick like a girl. I'm no, uh, yeah, but, but it's true. You, you see your, your daughter's getting yelled at by some dude on another team on the sideline saying, oh, yeah. Get her off the pitch. She kicks like a girl, or your son. He kicks like a girl. Yeah. Get him off the pitch. I'll, I'll tell her. I'll tell her. Toughen up, princess. The world's not easy. You gotta be tough. <laughs> you gotta learn how to take comments, bro. Well, <laughs> you know, not. Yeah, you uh, do. Fair, that's your point of view. You know no, but, listen, uh, there is always um, being strong enough to endure things, but there's also standing up for it. I'm not no, saying she's from supposed this. to be I'll able to take it and, and okay. not react irrationally. As a parent, you teach him that, yeah. but you don't teach him as that's what you're supposed to. Yeah. It's accepted to take yeah. it. You know, absolutely, and that, about, that that's what's killing. What the, about things like education? Because I know growing up, um, I, I used to see some of my aunties and stuff like that, and and relatives. Whenever it came to education, their parents wouldn't consider it as like a big thing for the females, but for the males, it is simply because they they view it as like, oh, you're gonna get married anyway. They're the breadwinners. So, yeah, they what's the point? And- you, however, as the male, you need to educate yourself so that you can become. You know, uh, a breadwinner. But, right? but if you look at it today, nah, from my perspective, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna tell the <laughs> the people I'm educated. I'm not educated, bro. My uni, I, I dropped out of uni. But mm. if you look at it today, like in our community, majority of that's the females, just females. Bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it is. but the you know way I mean? that the schools educate you, the whole sitting down, taking a piece of test. So what are you it's saying? More designed. It's the studies around, that show it's designed yeah. more for females. Yeah. So that whole sitting down an hour class for this math and an hour, that is more for females. Guys, I find it harder to learn off a piece of paper straight off the bat. Yeah, but that's that's like looking at it after you've actually pursued education. What I'm that's saying true. is is looking at it in the family dynamics. No, but what I'm Whether talking, you yeah. will have that support if you wanted to go and pursue education yeah. and do, you know what I mean? Like I see what you mean. Back then I'm, it wasn't now. If a female says, or if your daughter comes and says to you, I want to study and then I want to pursue and I want to actually get my master's and then I want to do a career and so on, she's not going to be held back. She's actually going to seem, she's going to carry a lot more weight and she's going to actually look more favorable as well. I see that, but I'm talking about him saying that he sees a lot more girls. Like, yeah, and it's true. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, and guys, as you see, they drop out more yeah. because it's, I can study this and then earn something well afterwards or I could spend that time working physically doing something you see what I mean mm. and it's not that they can't it's just that it's easy for them to you, learn bro. the other way let me way. tell you girls today like in our community they're doing like what I see they're doing, doing better than, than guys mm. honestly yeah. girls that work full time and study full time it's crazy man but it's yeah, also yeah, yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right yeah, yeah, this yeah, day yeah. I see it as different I see it as the parents are pushing the females more yeah, it's it's they find it harder know, to man. get the guys to go into uni than it is the females they want the girls to go into uh, uni and this is just my personal experience it's because they want their daughters in this day and age to be educated because they see how, how important it is like they don't want their daughter now to not be the breadwinner because they can see women are making money they don't want their wife their, their daughter to be a wife that's 
staying at home and reliant on the and reliant on, on someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially with the amount of divorces that are, you know, like going on in the in, in our own communities. Um, so it is it is very important, and I I think it comes down to the families, and each family has their own little perception. There are some families still to this day who see that females should not actually be educated, whereas actually Islamically females were like if you if you look at islamic history the first university was made by a female some of the best scholars females Female, yeah. you know what i mean like even it's, it's it's these this mentality is not islamic the islamic mentality is that you educate the female because eventually the female is the one that's going to be raising the child mm. and actually educating a whole generation yeah and it, you gotta like it's scary in this generation like imagine you're that the breadwinner you got phones and stuff nowadays. Like you're not sheltering your kids by just keeping them in the house. Your son can be sitting there on a laptop, on an mm. iPad, going through like the internet. And if you're like your wife is this uneducated, staying at home, just taking care of the kids, the, they're not going to be able to raise the kids correctly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like just look at the way technology is just booming. And my mom does not know how to use a computer correctly. You know what I mean. Like I have to be the ones that's watching out for my siblings and stuff like that with that sort of stuff. Mm. But uh, this luckily because uh, like I said we were the oldest one now imagine in this day and age if you kept them that way and that's a big thing like I know there's a lot of personally I know friends and people that I know that have well I will say that haven't had the most opportunity I put it in a nice way because the parents didn't have the best footing to teach them in this day and age because mm. coming from a third world country here yeah. it's a lot harder you know they don't have that education and like I said because of that they're pushing that education and it's completely different now but by pushing the females, are they neglecting the males? Because I feel like there is a lack in pushing the males to actually go and educate, be better, and do better. Too much. I don't think that, I don't think no, they're getting pushed in the right of, way, or the fact that they're not of, actually connecting with them. As enough. long as you're not bumming, you know, as long as you're not in jail or doing something terrible, owing money. Yeah, so they get of, away with a lot yeah, of. Yeah, they do get away exactly, with a so, lot of that it's it's a sense of like they're focusing way too, sometimes way too much that is detrimental to the male yeah you, you know what i mean like it's good that they're focusing on the female and pushing them to to aspire for higher education and be better and so on no, but, that but in that sense don't don't just neglect the males and actually you know leave them as they and be like and set the standards so low for them that all they have to do is just pass high school yeah. or just get a degree pass, or just have work a job. At, don't be, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's not, that, that's not it. That links to the reputation as well. Like, women, their reputation is a lot more fickle than a guy's is. You know what I mean? Like, a guy can be out and about in the town, seen doing a bunch of things, and then the next year change, and everyone will say, mashallah, the guys become a better person. A girl will do one thing and that can stick. That can be a blemish on her reputation, mm. like for good. I've seen yeah, it happen, yeah, like both story, ways, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, that girl, got, like, look at the divorced women. People don't want to go after them. They're like, oh, she's divorced. No, nah, I, I don't want to marry someone that's divorced. Mm. When you see guys going marriage after marriage after marriage, you know, just getting, like, it's nothing. And then you see the parents and all go, oh, it's okay. Like you said, the bar is so low for the guys. He's okay, mashallah, he's doing well. With the girls, it's like they, they could be a lot higher, but the smallest blemish and they're seen as below. And that's in our society, which is a scary thing. Yeah. But how, how do the roles actually affect that? Because if you look at it in the household, um, how you push the female to be better and set the mm. standards so high and neglect the males and actually push the standards so low, 
Are they right in doing that? Because I feel no. like they should actually raise the bar. Like, they uh, should raise the bar for both. Regardless always. of whether society be, is going to view them as, as, you know, whether society has low expectations of them. Regardless of whether the males go ahead and do all of these things and not get any blemish on their name, the family should still push the standards so high that they should actually go out there. Everything comes back down to the family, the family unit. What goes on in the home is what actually transpires in society, right? Mm. Um, so if you as a family push the standards so high and and you, and, and like you get the males to actually achieve at that level, then they're going to start feeling like, okay, I'm going to actually hold back. I, okay, I'm going to actually try and achieve as much as I can. Because the family has set that standard, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Regardless of whether they're males or females, of course. But like that's like that's what I said. The small stuff that people just say and do with the kids is like because people expect them to the parents just to be like outright like you know do the dishes. You're a girl. Like they're not gonna do. They're not, they're not but that's what I mean. Like it starts in the family. It does start. Yeah, all and a lot of the things. time is things like I said that you don't realize. The little kick like a girl. You can be sitting watching a game. You know, a football match and Messi kicks it wrong and you're like, oh, he's kicking like a girl and you don't know your daughter's behind you doing the homework on the deck. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's being aware of it because the, you could push push both. You could push the guy or the girl all the time. But then if you know that you talk to me like that, you expect this from me. You say this, but you expect this from me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That changes it. A lot of guys are like, oh, when they go out and the parents say, you need to get this much score and go, yeah, but when I don't, I don't get punished. But when my sister doesn't get that score, she, no TV, you know, the, you know what I mean? Mm. They can see that. They, they, they think they can get away with it. And it's like I said, it's not like this giant red flag in the house. It's small little hints. Because in this day and age, those red flags, like I said, get cut off. You can't say that nowadays mm. in public without being... Kids are aware of it. They know, you know? So yeah. you can't. You got to be very careful what you say. That's interesting, man. That's true, man. What about like the roles when it comes to marriage? That's because that one is is like I said, still ever changing. Like women are holding a lot more power now. They have had they have to say. Like you see all the jokes, the fifty thousand meher and all this sort of stuff. Mm. Is they're educated, they know, and they're aware of all the divorce rates and all that sort of stuff. So they're more like they're cautious. Mm. They are, hopefully they are. But though they, I reckon a lot of the divorces is because you could say that you want a girl or a wife to be a certain way, but if you've had those you know, instilled in you where you don't do the chores, you don't do any of those sort of stuff. Obviously, you meet a girl, you put your best foot forward, you get married, you fall back onto your tendencies, expecting her to do the dishes, you just go to bed and stuff like that. They're going to cause rifts. They're going to mm. cause fights. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, the roles are just, it's its crazy, man. But like, I've noticed it myself, how it changes, even from generation to generation. For example, how I was raised, raised as a male in my household is different to how my younger brothers will be raised oh, yeah. and the leniency um it they're just so much more lenient when it comes to like my my younger brothers for example you mm. know um it just it changes it changes but like i said the underlying things are always there when it comes to education when it comes to marriage when it comes to um housework when it yeah. comes to chores whatever it is when it comes to even raising the children raising the children even that in itself is it just it's Look, even when it comes to like the role of who actually looks looks after the money of the household. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys yeah. have that tendency of thinking that when they get into a marriage, they're the ones that have to hold on to the money. Yeah. Why? Because it falls back down to their protective I'm status. I'm the breadwinner. Yeah, I'm the, the breadwinner. I collected the money. But no, you, you and 
They don't, they, Man, it's, it's, just, if, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's those old roles where the breadwinner and then you got the housewife. The husband has no idea what to spend the money on. Because think about it. The housewife's paying all the bills, doing all the grocery shopping, the clothes for the kids. Mm-hmm. Like, who pays for that in the, uh, that stereotypical household? The mother does. The mother's the one spending the bills. She's the one going yeah, to grocery shopping. That's so right. no matter how much the husband brings in, like you don't know where that money's going, yeah. you know? So like I, I, and then I tend to realize that that is a problem. Like, cause at the end of the day, the, if the housewife is not making money, what about her spare time? What about her own enjoyment? When does she get to go out with her friends? Exactly. And stuff like that. And you can't have that nowadays. Mm. The housewife, if, she, if your wife is sitting at home and just with no, not going out with her friends, not doing any of that sort of stuff, not having her own relationships with her friends and family you're gone yeah that relationship is never going to work it also comes down to like the decision making in the household what who has that role like allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has favored the male over the female in in strength mm. okay and he's given him the ability to be the head of the house but as the head of the house and even Islamically, you are supposed to consult. Like the Prophet yeah. ﷺ, for example, so always had consultation. Yeah. He would always ask for his advisors, Abu Bakr al-Siddiq and Umar ibn Khattab. And he, he himself, whenever he wanted to engage in something, he would ask his wife, Khadija radiallahu anha, and even all of, all of his other wives, right? But males have this tendency, and I've seen it in myself it's as well, is that they put their foot down once they've made a decision, that's mm-hmm. it. And without any consultation, from the wife or without even seeking or considering whether the wife actually, you know, has an opposing opinion. So I feel like the decision making in that sense, the roles need to be distributed evenly. Yeah. Going forward, I think. Yeah. I I think the whole tendency with, especially with the relationships we were talking about marriage is that spending that time together. Because if you have that tendency where you go to work, she's at home, you come home, sleep, you, you don't have that. You're not spending any personal time. Because I, I see people that are married that are out all the time. And I'm wondering, you work these times, you're out here. When are you spending time with your wife? Because think about it. It's a relationship. You're, you're, part, you're a partnership. If you're making the decisions, it's not a partnership. How, you're going to drift apart. How do you know what your wife is thinking, what you like? You're not spending any time with them. And then they go, there's, that's why there's a lot of divorce rates and stuff. And you don't know your partner. Like, honestly, I know people that don't know don't their know, partner. Yeah, like, absolutely. I spend more, like, you know your, your boss more than your partner. You, know, you know your friends than, a you know lot your more. Fr- I yeah. see you more this week than yeah. you have seen your wife. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's and right. then now you're meant to go home and let's say there's a big decision that you have to make. And you, you're not going to coincide and talk and try to come to an agreement. You, don't, you haven't spoken to her. Mm-hmm. It's crazy when I see that sort of stuff happen. Yeah. And then, then the marriage breaks down and it dissolves and you go, what happened? And go, oh, we just didn't see eye to eye together. We drifted apart. Like, it didn't work out. I'm like, really? Why, why do you think it didn't work out? Yeah, absolutely. Not even that. Like, you, you look at, like, um, some fathers and the way they make a decision for their child's life. Like, I understand the child might be 18 or 20. Mm. And still, when it comes to, like, marriage or something, they'll put the foot down and make a decision that is detrimental to the child's life, even though they think it is better for the child's life. Yeah. Simply because they they know best. They think they know best. Without actually sitting down and actually speaking to the child and engaging with them and getting to know them a lot more. You know what I, I mean? think the, the one that's more, the most frustrating ones are, there, there's obviously, if you know better and it's harmful for your son or your daughter, you want to stop it, right? But when it's, not harmful at all. It's just that one decision is better. 
that's up to like that's up to your, your child mm. if you go oh no you can earn more being a doctor than being a this it doesn't matter he has to rock up to work every day that's his choice where he wants to go to he can be miserable being a doctor if he hates that job you know and they force it down them and not even that like when you're talking about holidays is a great one like a lot of um people like sons um 18 year old teenage boys will go on a holiday and there's no way the the daughter will go you know i saw a lot of fathers that go no my daughter's not going on a holiday wives as well husbands will go on uh bro trips with their friends you Mm. know go out four or five with their friends wife is back you know and then it's like the wife is like i want to go somewhere and it's like nah and it's either me or you on a honeymoon or that's it Mm. you know or anniversary and stuff like that i think it comes down to just not understanding um that the the life of the Prophet Sallallahu has encompassed every single role that mm-hmm. is available for the male and he's done it in a way that is like for example the Prophet Sallallahu used to do his own house chores he used to do his own and many people don't actually know that they think that because he and this is a prophet we're talking about mm-hmm. this is someone who has one of the biggest roles in history like he was assigned a task that is much bigger than a presidency mm-hmm. much bi- he holds the office of prophethood. You understand? Like his... The last ummah as well. Exactly. And the last ummah as well. And even then, he still maintained his day-to-day roles. Doing the house chore. Speaking to his wife. Speaking to his children. And understanding to understanding them. And even then, he would be able to... Um, when it came to like uh, the, the, the money spent. When it came to all of these things. If you are someone who actually engages with your wife or your daughter, one, even if you make a decision, they will trust your decision because they know you've taken their opinion Mm -hmm. into consideration, right? But if you don't do that ahead of time, if you don't have a track record of doing that, then when you make your decision, they're going to doubt it regardless, you know? And so if you look at the life of the Prophet every single role when it came to like the, the, the gender roles and stuff like that, he held it to the best degree and i think a lot of our brothers and sisters in this community if they actually look into that life wallahi subhanahu wa ta'ala they will actually start to realize that these roles that exist within our communities are just stereotypical they are you know and they're not actually factual and they're not actually islamic when it comes to education the prophet encouraged and like i said to you one of the best scholars aisha you know and she's a female. And like you said, the, the first universities to, to open up was from a female, right? Mm-hmm. So if you look at Islamic history, if you look at the life of the Prophet ﷺ and his, and his family and the way he conducted his life, mm-hmm. you will actually see that the, there should be no gender discrepancy they when should. it comes to roles and equality, right? The only difference is when it comes to things that a man can't physically do, yeah. like nurse, nursing a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um like actually giving birth to a child. Like there's certain roles you can't. Yeah, that you just can't. You know? So I think th- there's some things that need to be implemented and changed in our society. There is. But then there's also the complete opposite extreme that's going on now. Because I know there's people out there that will say, oh, but there's a backlash. Or well, we're now being, a masculine is being attacked by feminists. Have you heard that? Oh, that's going around? That's I have, but I don't think it carries enough weight. Like, I, no, uh, the, the, well... I think what it is is a subsect of feminists that are using it just to gain, get what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's, it's always been on both sides. Like, for example, it's been like that for the men for how long now? It's, I'm, in, I'm in a powerful position. For example, the whole voting whole thing, you know, women can't vote. It's, that's a power that we have. 
that giving it to them, it's like releasing power. Now, now I have all the decision making. Now I have to give it to them. They're scared of that. Like, <laughs> but it's power that you should never have had to begin yes, with. I get it. It's but, not your power. But, but the whole thing is they're using that as for their own greed. And that's what's happening now as well. There's people out there that will kind of like jump down your throat for the smallest things. I mean, you could walk up to someone and go, excuse me, ma'am. And they'll turn and like go off at you. Don't call me ma'am. You know, and, and like oh, you could have just explained it to me nicely. <laughs> I made a mistake. No, but it's happening. Like it, it, it is happening where they, there's people out there now. And it's not just with gender roles. It's gender roles, race. It's we're in an age where anyone that's a victim is using their platform as a victim to gain advantages that are above and beyond rather than seeking just their just right, you know, their justice. I think you're right. But then like in in every, in every um, issue like that, I think there are some people who are actually genuinely trying to get to better the... Yes. And I'm saying that the majority... make it a lot more equal. The majority is trying to benefit. But when you have our community where you say we need to be educated, we need to move forward in it, not being misdirected, you know what I mean? In assuming that some of the things are forced upon you. For example, you can't just, like I said, when your wife is traveling Islamically, you know, you should, they need a mahram, yeah. you know? When I said, let your wife travel, that doesn't mean just let her go out and, you know, but that, that's a thing that you're supposed to know. And you don't want people taking that as advantage. Oh no, you're a, you're, you're a sexist because you're not letting me travel. We don't want that in our society where they've gone too far. Yeah. And even then, I don't think it should be like, don't let your wife travel. No, because it's mm. not about you letting or not letting That's it. the Isn't wife. The right first of all, the, the wife should know that it is Islamically incorrect to actually travel long distances like that without a mahram. Why? It's for her own betterment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, if she does want to travel, you should be accommodating rather than just say, no, I'm not going to let you travel simply because you just don't want to. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I fully agree with you in that there are some that take it to the extreme and there are some that, you know, are are actually there trying to better the, better society. But I think our society and speaking only from our community mm. i think we need to improve when it comes to gender roles there's 100%. a lot of different aspects when it comes to gender roles that need to improve and we need to revisit the prophet sallallahu life we need to revisit the islamic history and actually see for ourselves when men and women are are both equal in opportunities like they have access to opportunities equally they're being pushed and motivated equally and they are being looked after equally and they are actually being raised as equal human beings and the roles in in the household are being shared amongst everyone in that household and the only ones that are being differed or dis- distinct like i'll give you a good example um a lot of people a lot of guys especially they tend to go to the masjid or you know and go to juma salah and and go to like duxies and so on right and neglect the family that's back home, the the wives. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the male is more educated than the female Islamically. He knows how to read Quran and everything, but he himself has not taken the time to teach his wife, right? And it's only because he, I don't know whether he like consciously believes that, you know, um, that it's only the males that should go to the masjid and learn Islam and actually get to know Islam. Regardless, if, uh, I mean, there's there's a Prophet, I think the Prophet said it, or Umar ibn Khattab said it, um, it, I think yeah it is the Islamically it is better for the wife to remain at home right and pray at home as opposed to the masjid mm. right more reward at home 
but that doesn't mean the Islamic education is left, limited is limited to just the masjid. Like what you learn at the masjid, you take it back home and you teach your family as well. You know what I mean? Like you, if you are taking it upon yourself to be the person who takes the role as learning Islam and getting those access to all those different opportunities, like going to the masjid, being near sheikh and all of these mm. things, then you should also take it upon yourself to pass that information to your family as well so that they are educated. But yeah, like we can talk about all the small areas and aspects and where like the inequalities and equalities are. But the biggest pick thing is having it in your mind, like making sure that you're not someone that's being unequal to your son or your daughter or to like any, any gender in your life, because it's just it's families, funny. man, families. I think they just need to improve when it comes to gender roles. Mm. Like let the females take a backseat when it comes to the housework, you yeah. know, be like, equal. Yeah. Be equal. Let the men take, take an active role in that. And then when it comes to education, push the males as well, rather than just the females and relying on them to be more, you know, educated for the family. Like, and when it comes to um, decision making, consult, consult the females. Like their opinion is should be highly regarded as well. Um, so yeah, man, uh, like gender roles, bro. The, you're right. These this thing we can literally talk about it every single. You know, um, you know what? Both of you guys. I haven't been speaking much. You guys have been dropping some points. I've been taking some lessons. Alhamdulillah. I've learned quite a bit from you brothers mm. today. And um, this topic can take us... This can be a long topic, man. Yeah, absolutely. This can be, we can talk about this for episodes and episodes, but we don't have time. Time is limited, nah. you know? We've got places to be, people to see. And without further ado, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to this episode. Um, if we're on YouTube or on Instagram... One uh, podcast, whether you got a Samsung or iPhone, figure it out through your applications. Uh, and please give us support, shout out, share us, so we can get out a uh, message, can get out there for everyone to see. And give us some feedback, man. Yeah, We'd yeah, like to know yeah. on your your family and how how the gender roles are distributed. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely yeah. Because yeah. oh, we got viewers all around the world. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. in Mubarak. Peace.